Hey there, I'm back. I um recorded my initial thoughts about the Housewives of Potomac reunion part oh, part three, but I missed a few things. So I said, let me go back in here and and and, and just revisit the situation. And I'm gonna say this again: whether or not you are Team Monique or Team Candace, whatever the case may be, it really doesn't matter. Okay. Well, for one, Monique she quit the show, and I do believe that she did quit the show. Um, I think that Bravo definitely wanted to come back. The ratings were great. The ratings were great. And I think that Andy wants to give an opportunity for Monique to be the ultimate target um, for next season as well. Because I don't think he liked the energy that she brought in this season. So I do believe that she had an opportunity to come back. I really do believe that. Um, now, how is that going to work out? Would she... Um, be a friend of the show? Probably not. I think they wanted to give her a main storyline. Like I said, I think they liked the ratings. The ratings were over the, through the roof. A lot of people are talking all on social media, whether you like her or dislike her. So yeah, I really believe she had an opportunity. But after looking at the reunion, she made a decision. Now, it wouldn't have taken looking at the reunion for me to just decide I'm not coming back. It don't even matter. You know, that's where I'm still like not quite understanding where she's coming from with that, you know, because given how given the reasoning that she said that she didn't want to come back. Um, it seems to me like you would just easily have just told them I've already gone through some mess with you guys. You guys went too low and I'm over and I'm done with it. But she said she wants to redeem herself. All right. It is what it is. Um, they're still talking about this fight. Okay, when they come back, they're talking about the fight. And, you know, we're not getting any, we're not getting anywhere. Everybody has their version of what happened. Everybody has their perception of what they think went wrong. Everybody's, you know, it's not going anywhere. It, it's just, it's really not. And then we talk about the legal situation. Now, I think the legal situation made things worse, actually, because now they can't even be filmed together until all the legal ramifications and all that was taken care of. So the legal aspect of it did worsen the situation. Now, people want Monique to uh, apologize, which she did in this uh, in this in this episode. She finally did apologize. But Candace wasn't receiving of it. You know, Candace didn't feel like it was genuine. And from what I'm understanding, um, after this episode aired, we still got some retweets and things going on on social media that, you know, Monique is retweeting that is very favorable towards her and not favorable towards Candace. So it does stand to reason why Candace at that time was like, look, I'm not ready to receive your apology because I don't think it's genuine. On top of that, there was the recording Drag Queens, cute little bop, but we know it's about Candace. I don't know why Monique just didn't say, you know what? I really want to get my true feelings about Candace out there. So I just put it into a song. I mean, that would have been easy. I don't know why she was saying all these other things about her therapy and, and write a letter. And it's not really about Candace. It's about bullying. I think bullying is a small part, but I think the large part of it based on lyrics is about Candace. That's what it was about. Let's be real. So, we, okay. So we talk about that. Then Monique was talking about, you know, she hired one of the top attorneys in D.C. Andy um, mentioned, I think it was Bill Barr, whatever. Oh, did you hire Bill Barr? And I'm like, whoever she hired, it was a great, it was a good attorney. I know Candace called, uh, referred to Monique's attorney as a quack, but the quack helped out a whole lot because, you know, it's a, th that case was dropped. So the quack must knew what he was doing. 
So it is what it is on that front. Um, so we're going back and forth with that. Like I said, no resolve there. Honestly, it's really no resolve. They're getting nowhere real fast. So we got the husbands. They come out. And the only people that uh, Chris Samuels is there and Chris Bassett is there and um, Ray and Eddie and Eddie. Um, we knew Jamal wasn't showing up, obviously. And we already knew ahead of time that Michael Darby is supposedly he was at a wedding. And Juan was, I think, working a game or something. I don't know. So anyway, with that said, Chris Samuels came through and he was ready to get to talking about the situation itself. Okay. He didn't want to talk about anything else but the whole plot. Now, here's where things got added to look, where Chris was looking kind of, it, it didn't make any sense. Because Andy kept saying how this was not brought out on the show, but it was. Then they go ahead and they, they play part of, um, I think, the Instagram posting from Chris and, and um, Monique discussing the, the plot itself, but you didn't play Candace portion of it. Candace is the one that actually spilled beans by being a plot in the first place. Why wasn't her video played? All right, that didn't make any sense. If you're gonna play the, play all these videos, play all the videos that were involved in this situation. So we got, I mean, three part review. I mean, uh, reunion. So on the show, they showed uh, unseen footage where. Apparently, at this point, Chris was aware of the of the plot that Giselle had came up with. So when Giselle came to his house to film, he immediately tells her, hey, how you doing, Giselle? You haven't met my son Chase yet. Doesn't he look just like me? That was a nice, nasty comment. All right. And at that point, Giselle should have left the house because he's he's put her on notice. I know what you're on. I know what you're about and I'm 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 on to you. He really should just I mean, she really should just left. She goes back and runs they show this other footage where she goes and runs to Robinson. I came over to Monique's house and I just don't understand why Chris would say that to me. Girl, you tried it. So people are saying that it was Chris that brought it onto the show. Chris didn't really say it directly, but indirectly he did. And what was actually, and so at this point, Giselle is thinking, oh, it's okay now that Chris infers what she already knew about. It was her idea to bring it onto the show. So she goes ahead and she says it in her confessional about the whole training. Now she, they cut off the part about the baby. But they did say that she was that Monique was having an affair with the. There was a rumor about her having an affair with this uh, trainer. Okay, so Chris is addressing that he has issues. He has some words with Giselle. Giselle um, doesn't want to talk to him. She's saying some obscenities. She's also sitting over there with an additional her own personal bodyguard, which I didn't understand. What is the purpose of that? They already child whatever. Then. Chris Bassett jumps in there and he was like, he tells, um, he he mentions to Chris and Monique that they are supportive of a particular blogger who has said some terrible things about Chris Bassett's kids. Now, the blogger is the one that died. Okay. This, there, that was a blogger that passed away. This is the one that Candace had said in the Instagram live that she wished she would go ahead go ahead and die. And a lot of people got upset because it was clear that this blogger has some health issues. We can see that he looked, you know, he, he was sick. We didn't know what the health issues were, but we knew that he was sick. Uh, something was not right. Um, 
you know, it wasn't a case of him looking, you know, just being obese. It just something, you know, something wasn't right. And she, you know, she just wished with death upon him. And he ended up dying eventually. He did die. But nonetheless, getting back to this. So this blogger had posted things about Chris Bassett not supporting his children. Naturally, Chris got upset about that, got in the comments, had some words, and this resulted really in Candace coming after the blogger also in, a Insta in that Instagram video I mentioned. So um, Monique is, was very good friends with that blogger. They became really cool, pretty close and all of that. So at the moment, they didn't know who he, at the moment, it didn't seem like neither one of them understood or knew what he was, what Chris Bassett was talking about. But I'm sure after a few minutes, they might've figured out who it was. And the man was, but the, the man wasn't talking about the kids. The man was talking about Chris Bassett not taking responsibility for his kids. That's what he said. All right. So we have that conversation. Then we're saying Chris Bassett's like, I'm not going to stand for anyone being disrespectful towards my wife. Cause you know, we, okay. So then, you know, um, Chris Bassett had mentioned how Chris Samuels was getting ready to beat um, Michael Darby's behind, uh, I guess a couple of years ago. Now, I don't know what was going on, what was said before the reunion a couple of years ago, but whatever it was, Chris Samuels was not here for it. So, and Chris Samuels didn't deny it. He was like, yeah, okay. So anyway, Chris Samuels' whole point was, I'm going to continue to bring this up and I'm going to hold everybody accountable. That was his whole thing. Let's get off of Chris Samuels for a second. Um, Cause that was what his main his main thing was. He was not trying to talk about anything else but that. And Andy was trying to gaslight the situation, making it seem like it wasn't a big deal because it wasn't on the show. It wasn't part of the storyline. And that just was unfair to do that and to go there. Like you're invalidating their feelings. Like you want everybody to validate Candace's feelings, but invalidate theirs. So mm, no, I, I didn't agree with that. So we also talked to Eddie, who is Wendy's husband, about his family, not liking Wendy's family. And Eddie is disappointed. But, you know, Eddie didn't really give much more information than that. You know, he really wishes that they could come together. There's a lot of stories out there about why the families are not getting along. Well, actually, why Eddie's family doesn't like Wendy's family. Um, I don't know if this is going to be something that is brought up next season. Uh, when they return, I'm guessing it should be because people have a lot of questions like why, you know, is, is Wendy's family cursed? Because that's one of the uh, rumors that are out there. What is the real deal? Why don't they like Wendy's family? So I'm hoping if, it, if, if they, you know, they come back next season that that is addressed and we can get some answers to that. because It would be interesting to know. We also get now this is kind of strange, you know, Karen and. Uh, Candace, they got into a little heated discussion because apparently Candace was upset with with Karen. Karen sided with Monique, if you really want to know the truth. She really was sided with Monique, not with Candace. Karen took the position of saying that she was neutral, but I just felt as though she was more I think she was more in favor of Monique. That's the way it came across. And I guess that's the way Candace took it as well. And Candace sent a message to Miss Karen and told her to go to eternal hell. I guess Karen got insulted and 
she contacted the Bravo executives about Candace saying that, oh, well, she needs to go to a mental health facility or something along those lines. Now, Karen, how come you just didn't return the favor and get back at Candace? Like, why did you approach? Why wouldn't you approach Candace about that text message? Why would you send? Why would you think it would be the best thing to do is to go to the boss, the higher ups? See, this is that's something that I don't like that I really find it to be dishonorable. I find it to be problematic. I find it to be um, sneaky and not trustworthy. You know, when you're it's, it's, it's basically if you're at work and you have trouble with a coworker and the coworker sends you uh email or text message or whatever that isn't very favorable and then you turn around and instead of addressing the co-worker you decide to go to the higher ups instead you're going to go to the division manager or whoever the director is to tell on the co-worker because you want to see um either that co-worker get fired or you want to see some severe consequences that's the way that came across to me that whole text message thing between karen and candace um so what else did we have? Robin and her embellishment hats. You know, uh, you know, she said they're doing very well. She meant uh, it was, you know, brought up about, you know, the lady. Oh, I think Karen was the one that mentioned how the ladies are not, you know, the rest of the, you know, ladies are not on the website. And Robin's like, well, they're on a different part of the website only because she didn't want them on the first page of the website because, you know, that would ruin the storyline. So she had them on a different. I guess one of the sub pages. And then of course the whole situation about Karen not being on the site and and um you know Robin was like, well, the <laughs> the the hat that Karen was wearing um isn't one of wasn't one of my best sellers, so I've discontinued it. So it, it's really no need for Karen to be there. That was kind of like, oh, okay then Robin. Whatever. So they're saying that Robin said she's they're gonna build a house and they're planning their wedding. Ray jumps in and was like, Well, when's the wedding? Because you know, I plan, you know, next year is our 25th anniversary and I plan on doing something, renewing the vows and all of that. And Rob was like, oh, OK, so they was really excited about that. You know, OK, great. Um, Bray also mentioned how. You know, when he talked about his tax situation and, and Karen getting him out of that tax situation, how Ray was. Ray said, well, you know, for many years, Karen hadn't had, hasn't had to pay for anything. You know, I've given her a stipend. She has cars. She has credit cards. She's been able to live a very comfortable lifestyle. I'm like, oh, okay then, Ray. But Karen, given that Ray said all that, I think Karen's thing was she was accustomed to living a certain lifestyle. She's not the provider. Well, she wasn't the provider of the family. So therefore, the expectation is that Ray is always going to be the provider. So that's what she that was the deal, if you will. So this is why Karen, one of the reasons why Karen was pretty upset about that whole tax money thing. And then Ray was like not thanking her. So he finally did thank her. And, you know, I guess, you know, we're going to move. I don't know. Next season, I think Karen is going to be a big target. I was thinking it was going to be Monique if she had a return. But since she's not coming back, Karen, you know, you might you next up on the list. Um. What else was they talking about? They got into it about Michael Darby and um, uh, uh, Michael, but there really wasn't much to say because Michael wasn't there. Uh, Michael, I'm sorry, Chris Bassett and Michael Darby. Michael Darby's not there. So, you know, Ashley's kind of like glossing over the whole situation because there really wasn't anything much for her to say. 
and um, she's still going to protect, you know, Michael at all costs, whatever. She's going to side with him, doesn't matter what. Uh, what else was there to say? Um, Giselle acting as though Chris being there and having his say-so and bringing up the situation, he stood up. Now, I was waiting to see when Chris was going to go after Robin and Giselle. According to Jamal Bryant, that's what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to attack them, so to speak, right? I didn't see any of that. Interesting. He stood up because he was trying to get, you know, because things had got heated and he was trying to get everybody to calm down. Giselle gets all upset. Oh my God, why is he standing? Why is he here? What's going on? He's talking to women poorly, blah, blah, blah. Girl, really? Now, Chris was apologized for the comment about stomping the women if he was a woman and the comment about uh, uh, about his wife. Now, I mean, if he's not sorry about what he said, about, I mean, look, he made that fellatio comment about his wife and Monique did not have a problem with it. So I don't know what, the, I don't even know what the need was there to even apologize. If she was fine with it, it is what it is. Um, what else did we talk about here uh, on part three that was important? Yeah, Chris made his, you know, I didn't think Chris did a whole lot that was bad. It was just him taking up for his wife. You know, and and him talking about the storyline that Andy was trying to downplay, like we've been talking about him and talking about it. Chris just wanted to make it well. If it wasn't clear, Chris make Chris making it very clear about his feelings towards that. Ultimately, that's really the whole reunion. Um, as far as storylines and as far as getting closure on anything, you know, Monique did apologize to Candace. She did not accept it. And all of that, not explain why Monique is not returning. So I don't know what's going to happen next season. I, I I really don't. I just felt like this was a very um stressed, uh, very stressed reunion, three part reunion. It was pretty stressed. And that's it. I'll talk to you guys later.